0: So, Simon Peites, the Shulchan Aruch writes the laws of waiting six hours and waiting between milk and meat. The Shulchan Aruch says, If you eat meat, even if it's chicken, which we know chicken and milk is only a rabbinic requirement to wait, but it's the same for all intents and purposes. Chicken and milk is treated as meat and milk, and the same requirements to wait between meal and milk, meat and milk is for chicken and milk. Says the Shulchan Aruch, The Shulchan Aruch says, you have to wait six hours. Now, before we get to the details, there's a lot of things. I'm going to try to remember to just mention everything. What's the reason why you have to wait six hours? Now, interesting, the, the Indian of waiting six hours is a Gemara. The Gemara says, I think it was Rami Bar Rami Bar says, I think it was Rami Bar He says that I'm like vinegar, the son of wine. Because my father would wait 24 hours between milk and meat. And I just wait between suda, suda I wait from, from meal to meal. So, by the way, I think it was, I don't know if it was Rechem Shmulevitz, I thought there was, a, it was a one Balmoser who said, he's saying that his father is so chashiv, because his father waited 24 hours and he doesn't wait, so so let him wait 24 hours. Like if, he, if he acknowledges that his father was more chashiv for doing this, then he should do it also. So he said, you see from here that when it comes to taking humers upon yourself, you have to be holding. And you have to know where you're holding. And he wasn't holding and doing that. So his father would wait 24 hours, which by the way, the Arizal also waited 24 hours. He would wait 24 hours. But him not um, so anyway, so the, but the Gemara says you have to wait between Suda Lusuda. Suda Lusuda, the Shulchan Aruch says, is six hours. Because they would have two meals a day. They would eat... Basically, at 12 o'clock for like a breakfast lunch, they would eat dinner at 6 o'clock. They had two meals, it was six, six hours apart. And that's the mechar of waiting six hours. We'll get to it. Now, what's the reason for it? So the, the taz, look at the taz in Aleph. The taz says, Yesh ba shnei There's two reasons to wait six hours. Ha'echod, shabbosar, mo'yitzi, shuman, u'moyishik tam, adzman, orach. First of all, there's a people thing, it's a misconception. Ooh, for next week, I think on Tuesday, the next week's Tuesday share is not going to be random halachas, it's going to be misconceptions. I wrote down 15. This would be one of them. Um, I, I, I forgot, so I'm not going to write it down. So just this will be for that. The, the, there's a misconception that people say, oh, it's in your stomach, that it takes digestion. That's ridiculous because if you have milk and then you clean your mouth out, you could eat meat right away, right? We'll see you in a later. And it's in the same stomach. The answer is, it's not do the stomach. Once it's in the stomach, it's not food anymore. You don't have to worry about it. It's the throat. Meat coats the throat, and that coating waits, w- w- uh, lasts six hours. That's the first reason. The second reason is, now he says, if he says if that's the only reason, lo- yis, lo- latinik, in Lahamten, if you chew up meat for a kid, for a baby who can't chew on its own, so you chew and spit it out, you wouldn't have to wait six hours because it doesn't coat the throat because it didn't get to the throat. But that's the first reason. But there's a second reason, says the Taz. The second reason is the reason of the Rambam. The Rambam says the reason is because we're afraid there's meat between your teeth. And meat between the teeth has the halachic significance of meat for six hours. After six hours, it's considered waste. So six hours has nothing to do with the throat, it has to do with the teeth. So according to that, if you chew it, you would have to wait six hours. But, there's a, he says... Uh, However, there is a leniency according to this that meat in between the teeth would not be significant after six hours. So you have these two reasons that are floating around and we're machmer like both. Yeah? But if if the whole point of this is to prevent you from leading to eating milk and meat together, what's the throat to do with it? That's not... That's not like right there's cooking milk and meat, eating milk and meat together, but you're No, because no, I'll tell you why it's considered halachic eating until it gets to the back of the throat. So when it gets from the teeth to the back of the throat, that's considered the area that's being eaten. So if chazal were strict, they didn't want you to have milk when there's still meaty residue. In your throat. When I say throat, I don't necessarily mean you know down the esophagus. I just mean past the teeth, the area of the mouth, past the oh. teeth. So if you chew and spit it out, you wouldn't have to wait six hours. But if you hold the reason is meat in between your teeth, you would have to wait six hours. So how do we passkin? We're machamer like both reasons. That's the that's the issue. Yeah. So the way that is all these menahem come up if you. Oh if you're oh. This, okay. That. So exactly. So let's let's go through this. Let's go through this um, like systematically. The first reason brought down from the shulchan Ar- is six hours. Now. We'll get to one, we'll get to three. Let's put those aside. Within the world of six hours, it's six hours, by the way. She shows six. All right, that's not into the six, not five, five and a half. Hours. But, 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 I'm not going to be that guy because, let me explain. First of all, five and a half hours, the reason why that is something, and the reason why it's such a popular sheet, even though you will not find it anywhere in these Svarim, there's no such Makar in these Svarim of the Shulchan Aruch does not reference anything other than six or one. That's it. That's the only two numbers that are going to be found in the Shulchan Aruch. The six hours, the reason why five and a half became a thing, Rav Aaron Cutler held five and a half is enough. The reason being, Rav Vadya did not hold this way regarding adults, but Rav Vadya held that for children, which we'll get to children. Rav Vadya held that for children five and a half is enough. Once they reach of five and a half is enough. The reason being, we find that within halacha, within a half hour of something is considered close enough, right? Like you're supposed to wait. Uh, you Right? There's non mincha, uh, you know. There's shachris ends at chatzos. Mincha is uh, is a half hour after chatzos. Within a half hour of the if mean, you know, a, a half hour is usually like it's a, error. Uh, it's, a it's a rounding error. Huh? Sorry. Similar to well, yeah, it's not—it's not hard to compare these concepts, but conceptually, it's—it's it's close enough. So the reason why it became so popular is Rav held that way because Rav Iron held that way in Lakewood, they would like the kitchens would serve meat five and a half milk five and a half hours, meaning became, that was a sheet of Rav So Lakewood took that sheet for many people. So that—that's five and a half. That was for for or for adults. No, Rav held it even for adults. Rav held for chenoch, but Rav Iron held that way. So once Rav Iron held that way, now the you know, other sheet. No, I mean, Ravavadia doesn't really find sources, but that was Ravaren Shita, I guess. He felt six hours... Listen, the source for six hours is because they would wait from meal to meal, so maybe he felt that five and a half is close... It's close to six. So, the other Shita of into the sixth, now, that's that's harder to, to wrap your brain around because, like, in Halakha, within an hour is not a thing, right? It's not like, oh, you're close within an hour. That's not a thing. I, uh, so, I hour. have a theory about oh, it. Yeah. My theory is that... When they say into the six, I don't believe that that's a thing. I think what it is is they hold five hours. Now, where does that come from? There was a sefer from the Meiri. The Meiri wrote Magen Avos. I don't know the exact history of it, but the Meiri, I believe, was Italian. He was Italian. He was he was himself by birth Ashkenazi, but he was around Sfardim. There was he was in a location uh, near like Provence or something where there were like Sfardim and Ashkenazim that were mingling, and he wrote a sefer called Magen Avos. Magen Avos was where he wrote down all the Minhagim so that there was clarity of which menhagim come from where because there were so many Jews from different backgrounds living together in that Sefer, Moga Novus, it's been Sefer he describes the obligation to wait between milk and meat and he says, Chamesh oy sheishos five or six, the Rambam says kish sheishos, like six so maybe that's where if Aaron gets five and a half but he says chameish sheish, five or six so I always thought that the ones who hold five hours in a minute it's not into the six, I, I think they hold five Well, okay, it's not the Rambah, it's not the Shulchan Aruch, it's the Me'iri fine. So you have from the Shulchan Aruch itself, six is the only Shita. Now, I'll say this, and we're going to, I'm going to, there's a lot of things, I'm, I'm probably not going to be systematic on it, but you're not going to find three amongst the Rishonim. That's not found in any Rishon. There is a Rabbein Yeruchim that supposedly says three, but the problem is Rav Chaim Kenevsky felt that it was a, a printing error. So th- there's no real three. The only three is from a Pri The Pri writes that three hours there were some places that took on three hours. The reason being is because if you wait from meal to meal, and that's six hours because they had two meals, well, if you have three meals a day, then you have breakfast at nine and lunch at 12. So it's three three hours. Now, okay, so it became common amongst Germanic Jews to do three hours, right? German Jews wait three hours. So I'll tell you like this. Whether it's a legitimate Munich, of course it is. But I, I was shocked to find out recently that a lot of modern Orthodox people took three hours, even if they're not German, they just do three hours. I, I think that that's probably very inappropriate. Meaning, it's not, it, it's a legitimate shita, meaning, the Rishoynim don't mention three. It was a minute amongst German Jews. By the way, Schwab actually held that it was only accepted by the children and Amaratzim. It was actually never a, a German minute amongst the uh, Chosheva Kehillah. That's where Schwab said. Okay, fine. So they held six then? That, that's where Schwab writes. Yeah, but because but... yeah, only, they wait three hours between like, the hard cheeses and... And also milk, also? yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Hard cheese. I think it's, one. It's six. I don't know if they hold three. It would make sense that they would because we're going to see that it's it's it's. It'd be weird that hard cheese would be more strict than milk to me. That would probably be very strange. Cheese, I would assume. Cheese, the, yeah. The, the cheese issue is also like. It's the, the same throat. thing. Yeah, we'll get to it, but yeah. Because for the teeth, doesn't that wouldn't apply? So they, correct. It's more of the residue of the throat, which actually creates a problem. Which will remind me, that creates a problem later on. Yeah. Yeah was talking about that different people in different time and True, the Grah points out that the six hours works only according to one gear sub when the Khacham used to right. eat. But there's no reference in the Gemara to actual hours. This and the actual question. Oh, okay, yeah, question yeah, I'm sorry. If we continue the same that between meal and meal, yeah. Problem, yeah. Then the next meal, so in northern countries, in the wind, getting darker. Correct. That's where it came from. That no, no, that is where, the, exactly, that's what the chadish says. But my mean, point that? is, it's not from the Rishonim. So while it is legitimate minig, if that's part of your Messiah but if your Messiah is, you're uh, from a Hasidish background, but you're modern Orthodox, and you just wanted to do it because it's easy in the waiting six, that's that does not sound very uh, legitimate to me. But the first opinion is six. Three, like I said, you're not going to find three anywhere in the, in the Rishonim. Now, where does one come from? So if you look at the Ramah, the Ramah says, oh. The Ramah writes, one hour is actually a Chumrah. Dutch Jews wait one hour, it's actually a Chumrah. Meaning, the second opinion is Rabbi Tam. Rabbi Tam, I'll just say it outside, we'll see it inside. Rabbi Tam says, you don't actually have to wait any time. It says, Bein Suda meal to meal. Meaning, all you need to do is bench. That's it. The meal's over. Once the meal's over, you could go on to your next meal. According to Rabbeinu Tam, there is no time. You just have to wash your mouth out, eat something to clear your mouth out, rinse your hands so that there's no residue, and bench. Once you do that, say a bracha achrona, there's no no need to wait for time. The Indian of waiting one hour, as we'll see from the Ramah and from the Taz, the Indian of waiting one hour was a chumrah. They were machmer to wait one hour. Yeah? Yeah, you might have to get rid of it on the table as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might have to get rid of it on the table, but my point is, there's no time requirement. So if you look at the Ramah, the, the meat in your teeth and that. They're not worried about any of that. They don't care about any of that. That's Rabinu Tam. The Ramah says, You don't have to wait a time at all. All you have to do is end your meal. And bench. All you got to do is rinse your mouth out, eat something else so that there's no residue in your mouth, so all you have to do is end your meal. So, so that would be miyad. Says the And the minig in Ashkenaz, which became Holland and Dutch areas, is to wait one hour. And then they you right away. You obviously have to bench in between. So that waiting one hour is a chumrah. It's a chumrah of the Dutch Jews. So what you have over here is you got six and the permutations of six, and you have one. Like I said, you're not going to find three, uh, really, anywhere. You'd so, have to pick so up one hour comes with ending Shabbos earlier, though. <laughs> Correct. I mean, so, later, later. <laughs> it might <be> worth it. <laughs> I will say this, though. Like I said, to take these, these opinions are legitimate if that's part of your Messiah. But we had once, there was a lady who was converting, I think I mentioned this story, there was a lady who was converting, never liked her. I told you, the it like, turns out he was right, whatever, there they, they they were problems, but um, she was converting, and the way it works with conversion is that you, you have to pick a kahila. You see, nowadays in America, it's a very, it's a more complicated, because it used to be in Europe, where, this is, is Negea, let's say, uh, uh, let me explain. When a woman gets married, let's say she was doing three hours, because she was German, but she marries someone who waits six hours. So what's the halacha? She has to now accept the minhagim of her husband. Why? So the reason is like this. In the times of the Gemara, or even in Europe, where they had different kehilas that were clarified, that were clearly distinct, clearly different, the halacha was that when you move from one kehila to the next, and you don't plan on moving back, you become like that kehila. So, it, let's say in Europe, if you move to Bells. And you were Svardi, but you moved to the city of Belz, and the city of Belz was entirely Chassidish. You became a Chassid. That was the halacha. Nowadays, it doesn't happen anymore because there are no more kehilas anymore. If you move to New York, what, what kehilas? Yeah, Chassidim, Svardim, uh, Litvaks—all within one, uh, you know, melting pot. So it doesn't really work anymore. The only time it still happens is when a woman gets married. Halachically, Ramayisha says that when a woman gets married, we look at it as she's entering the kehila of her husband. That's how it's perceived. So whatever her husband's kehila is, that's that's her kehila. So conversion also, a convert historically had to accept the the minig of the kehila that he converted into nowadays it doesn't work like that because you convert in new york what, what, what kehillah that you could do whatever you want but you have to be consistent you have to pick a Kahila, it makes more sense the kehillah your rabbi is fine whatever but you pick a Kahila and you go with it so she was she picked a Kahila, she was converting she converted in queens she was waiting one hour i said well we were one hour but she was eating rice on pesach so i was like what are we doing here she's like well rice on Pesach is as far as far like, one hour because you're dutch like it don't work like that you can't just like you can't it, it, it's it's a it's 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 not a it's not an option, but when it comes to a woman getting married, then we say that she follows her kila the kila of her husband. So I'll tell you like this: There was a I got called once. This probably we'll talk about on Tuesday is a misconception, and that was misconceptions are usually based on something. They're not like out of the blue. They're usually misconceptions based on something. He said there was a Belchuva It was very black and white, and he's by his uncle who is a hatsala guy in the neighborhood and he said that his uncle like wakes up on friday night after a call he goes out and he'll have some coffee and it's been like two hours two three hours and he waits six so he he asked his uncle why he's doing this he said he slept he said and if you sleep it, it it breaks the six hours so he said and he was having a fight with his uncle so he asked me what's the deal so i said like this i would not tell someone to follow that but there is something what it is is there was a sefer called Vayasavram. He was the Chachna Vergoin. The Chachna Virgoin writes in his sefer that if you sleep, it breaks the six hours. If you fully sleep, not nap. If you go to bed, and wake up after fully sleeping, it breaks the six hours. Now, why he doesn't really explain? Maybe perhaps because there's like a perception that if it's to do with the meat in your mouth or the meat in between the teeth. When you sleep, you get bad breath. It ruins it, perhaps. I'm not 100% sure. That's the Chachnaver going shita. Go yeah, it doesn't really work. I, 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 I'll tell you like this. Revol Yashiv kind of held like the Chachnaver after a couple hours. But but we don't... A we don't huh? Wasn't this one of our random questions? Yeah, so I, I didn't mention I mentioned it once. There was a Chassam Soifer. The story goes, it's brought down in the Torah Moshe, the Chassam Soifer, uh, in his di- biography, that... Uh, that's, he, before he went to bed, he didn't sleep six hours. He went, I probably slept two, three hours a night. Right. He set aside a cup of coffee. He was fleshing, but he set aside a cup of coffee because he paskin like the chachnaver gun. The story goes, it's brought down, Ramesh Sternbach brings it down, that when he woke up, he had realized that as he woke up, he had knocked over the cup of coffee and the chassam felt that this was a sign from Shemayim that that's not how we paskin, and Hashem was protecting him from being machshal himself, and he paskin that is awesome. So Ramesha Sternbuch said that he had a shayla he says he, right we pass him that is not in heaven we don't take signs from Maybe halacha is, is 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 intellectual it's not well, see, you knocked it over so that's a sign from god and maybe you knocked it over because you knocked it over so you don't him based on signs so remember says didn't paskin because he knocked it over he because he knocked it over he looked at it as a sign from shemayim that he should reanalyze the sugya better then when he reanalyzed the sugya in a better way he realized that we don't paskin this way so we do not him like this a second misconception, and this is based when on, I know, I know, but this is, a, yeah, you know what though, is. I got 13 others. So the Peschei brings down, um, look at the Peschei Aleph, and then we'll get to uh, 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 maybe Gimel. Do you have two question about the kala thing? If someone, let's say, is in a place, they daven in one shul for like 20 years, 25 years, and they daven in this yeah. and Then they move to another community, and they pick a shul, and they daven in this achsfar. The shul, davens, the, shul the, the, whole, the community, let's say two small places. Yeah. So like, I know like most, I think some people like, I've heard some people like they continue davening, they dab in Yeah, so, but that's part of it. Because in America, even if you happen to be davening in a kehila that's Nusachashkenaz, the, 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 there is no minig because that kehila happens an Ashkenaz, but there's no there's no like it's not like it used to be like we're we're in Germany everyone davening Ashkenaz. It's not, you might have a kehila that Davins Ashkenaz and down the block you'll have a the shetibel. So when it comes to davening, I'll just say this just just very quickly just to answer the question. Um, this I need it, this is the type of thing I need like for Friday afternoon someone to text me because if not I'm going to be talking Friday night about toenails. So I need someone to like remind me of like normal things that I could talk about. So okay, the, the, yeah. it, 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 thank you. So. Maybe I'll mention this because uh, this is basim, it's in the middle of a bas of so it's not going to be... But I'll tell you like this. Practical halacha, in general, you don't change your minhagim. Your minhagim of your family is not up for you to change. Right? If you decide, if your family has a certain minig, as a certain minig, let's say you're Svardi and you, you eat rice on Pesach, you Ashkenaz, you don't eat rice on Pesach, you can't just say, well, I'm changing my minig. Minig if you, it comes from what kehili you come from. You don't have the right to, to change it. However, when it comes to nusach, there is more room to be makeal to change. Chassidim themselves, or Moshe Feinstein, has a tshuva where he says he doesn't understand how Nusach Svarad evolved. Nusach which is the Chassidish Nusach, was created by Ashkenazim. They changed from Nusach Ashkenaz to Nusach Svard. He says he doesn't understand how that was allowed. Now, how is it allowed? So the reason being is because, I gave, I gave a share on this once, that you're allowed to change from whatever your Nusach is to the Nusach of the Arizal, and they're following the Minhage of the Arizal. They felt that that's the Nusach of the Arizal, close to the Arizal. In addition, there's a Shita, Ravavadi brings down, from a Shita of the Maram Shik. The Maram Shik said like this It's just a, you know, Agav. Forget about the Arizal, because that'll only maybe go from Ashkenaz to Svarad, but it won't tell you, it won't help you from like Eidu Mizrach to Ashkenaz, because, uh, you know, that's definitely not going the right direction. But there's there's an additional Shita of the Maram Shik. The Maram Shik held, we have a we have a psaq, The Gemara in Zayin says, "Ein Odem which means the Gemara tells us in Avodah that if you have two, you have a, a rebbe who wants to teach uh, adults, obviously, because kids have to listen to the rebbe because they don't know yet. But if you have an adult and you want to learn with the and you want to learn, learn Gemara and he only wants to learn halacha, you shuma even don't want to learn halacha. You have to learn Gemara because you can't learn. You can't learn, if you're uninterested in the topic, it's not going to be matzliach. It's very practical, it won't go in. You're not going to be dedicated if you're not interested. The Maram shik used to say, The Maram shik used to say that a person has to desire to daven. Meaning, if let's say you have a kehila. The example is, let's say you have a shul. That's 20 people, it's a small little shrivel or you have a large kahila that has hundreds of members, you'll say, you should daven in the large kahila, right? The Maram says, no, if you're interested in davening in that small shtivel, because that's where you feel you have better kavona, and it's a minion, you should daven in such a place. So, Rav used to say that based on the Maram also, a nusach also, if you're drawn to a certain nusach, because you find it just easier to use, and you're just naturally drawn to nusach Ashkenaz, whatever it is, then according to my Rameshik, you could talk and change your Nusach also. So it's the one thing that there's more room to be made. Oh, regardless, for the record, and I'll just mention this because I mentioned this, I'll just finish off the thought, regardless, if you find yourself in a kahila that's not davening your Nusach, your private Shmanasseh, you should daven yourself, but everything out loud, you should be following the Nusach of the kihila. That That's just, uh, Kaddish should follow the Nusach of Kadusha should follow the Nusach uh, Private you should do that, that's you. But anything that's pra- said out loud as part of the Kehillah should be said, like the kihila itself. What about the so, the so, 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 so. First of all, yes, yeah, yeah. You yeah. should, yeah, you should, you should, you should. Uh, R- 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 Shmuel Kamenetsky writes that you should follow the the nanuim to the nusach of the kihila. You have it where no one knows what to do because Ashkenaz and Svar do the nanuim you at different. Have had a tutorial it, in different I topics. did last year. It evidently, didn't work. But um, so, when it comes to when it comes to kaddish, okay. So Svardim, you should just know they're basing on a rav Rav says the question is can svardim Singh kaddish in a non svarde They say. Marabu, right there, they have that little. So Rav said they should say that as long as they say it fast enough that the Ashkenazim don't notice it. So that's what he said. So I'm serious. No, no. So I've seen real choshev svardim. They go so fast that by they get up to Rav Chavat the other him, and the other people saying Kaddish, are, they, they, but to, to do it slowly, I don't think even, even Sardim would, be, are, uh, are would be a big fan of anyway, so no that. Like... That's true. Uh, anyway, so going back over here, uh, if you look at the Tshuva in Aleph, just to run through a couple things, um, I'll stop by 40 because i I'll have to stop at the same point because we can go for a while. So it, it, the Tshuva in Aleph says a couple things. There's two reasons for waiting six hours either it's coating the throat or it's the meat in between your teeth. Let me ask you a question. What if I chew, what if I cook rice with meat? So it's 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 a right meat a rice meat dish. And so if you eat that, we wait six hours. As we're gonna see, even if you just eat the rice, we also wait six hours because there's the residue of the meat, it has the status of meat, it's like chicken soup. Chicken soup, you have to wait six hours, even though you're not eating the chicken, because it's cooked with the chicken, it has the time, it has the flavor of the chicken. It's it's, what you meant. Yeah, every fried, every if right. you go to a if you go to a fleshic place and get fries, you have to wait six hours because they're using the same fryer for the chicken as they are for the oil. So the oil is like a chicken soup. Now, here's the shayla the shayla is if I chew rice that's cooked with meat and I spit it out, l'chayra, I shouldn't have to wait at all. It didn't coat the throat because I chewed it, I didn't swallow it. There's no in between your teeth because because I didn't eat the meat I ate the rice the rice yeah, but the flavor of the rice there's no actual meat there. although we're Mahmer who said that we're Mahmer meaning we're Mahmer to treat the rice as meat but there's no actual meat in between your teeth. So technically both reasons don't apply as we're gonna see look at the piece he says in lawyer Latinic Tashish by shuman. if you chew rice or a dish that has uh, that was cooked with meat but you're not actually eating the meat but you're chewing it for a child. L'chora says the piskei shuva. L'chola means tzarach L'chora, according to both reasons, you shouldn't have to wait. Why? Moishah There's no the throat. Kivon because you didn't actually swallow it. Leka, there's no problem in between your teeth because you didn't actually eat meat. Ella, however, mokim a We're still machamer to avoid confusion. But Re- Rebelski said as follows. Rabelski said over, this is brought down from Mepiah Shmuel, there's a safer that came out after he passed away called Piski Rabelski. Rabelski said over that if a woman puts soup against her tongue and spits it out, she doesn't have to wait six hours. I mean, she's just tasting for, for, for salt or flavoring. She doesn't have to wait, wait, wait six hours. He doesn't say why. It could be the reason is very simple. You didn't swallow it, so there's no coating the throat. You didn't even chew anything. Meaning, even this that were machmer. To avoid confusion, over here by soup, there's nothing in between the teeth, because the soup doesn't go in between his teeth like that. It's gone, it's, it's liquid. And there's nothing going in the throat, so it's like, it's so many steps removed from the original concern, that it could be that's Rebelski's reasoning. He doesn't say why, but that's the P'saka Rebelski. So if you just put, if uh, it, it, so if you're chewing food just for, you have this sometimes, where someone takes a bite, and they're like, I don't like it, and they spit it out, you have to wait six hours, because you took a bite. If you, you're tasting for rice, and you, you and you spit it out. You have to wait six hours. If you put soup in your mouth, wish it around, and spit it out, Rubelski felt you don't have to wait six hours. So that's the only time you would not have to wait six hours is if you put soup on your in, on your tongue and spit it out. That 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 you would not have to potentially wait six hours. That I should probably mention. Not Friday night. swallowing. Not, not swallowing. swallowing. That I should probably mention Friday night. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll do. I'll do question. it because you already heard it. Uh, so rice is uh, rice is the same thing as fried stuff. Also, is it yeah, like it's bread? also. Same next, yeah, day. it's all the same. Now, if you look at the next Peschei Tshuva, this was, I didn't even know this was a misconception, but I told you, this is in the brackets in Sifkat and Gimel. I told you, I once got a call from somebody, and it was, they were clearly arguing. It was a husband and wife, they were arguing, and all I hear is, he gets on the phone, and all I hear him say is, I'm asking Revavi, but there's no way what you're saying is a thing. And she's like, just ask him, I heard it, my friend heard it, we both heard it in seminary. I hear in the back. So I said, what's going on? He said that she said in seminary they were taught that if you're pregnant, you could eat milk and meat together. Yeah. So I said, <laughs> no. I said no, 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 no. for sure not. So I said though, but it's like any other misconception, it comes from something. Where does it come from? So it comes yeah, I've from this. Heard someone told my wife she's had a baby. Someone told her that we wait we wait six hours. Someone told her that when she's pregnant, she'd wait three. Oh, so they're also wrong. But but cause yeah, she no, no, because, she's going to die. No, no, no. Right? So they're also being machmer. If you look at the Chasam Seifer, this is what it comes from. The Chasam Seifer says, so If you have a Choyla who needs to drink what in the medicine has, has dairy in it, Afilu You mean not that sick. You can wait an hour. Based on this Chasam Seifer, the post can say that if a woman is pregnant, and she has a really strong urge just to eat something. mamish. like, she, like, really wants dairy. And she waited an hour, she could be megal. Because a pregnant woman has the status of a chayla. And you see from the Hassam sofer that for a chayla, we're not machmer more than an hour. So, that, that's where it comes from. Again, I, I, but does that mean that she should just have ice cream? No, but if she has, like, a real craving, like, she can't get up After one hour... That's where it came from. That's the misconception. That, that's not where it came from. Um, okay, when it comes to children, the accepted psaki is that up to the age of three, there is zero requirement for them to wait at all. Up to the age of three, you could just make sure there's no actual... If a baby, not a baby, a one-year-old had a little piece of chicken, and then they want milk... You don't have to wait at all. All you try to do is to wipe their mouth, to give them some liquid in between so it's mamish so mouth said chicken but... though, meat also. No, no, meat also, meat also. You, you, you... Up to three, there's no requirement to wait at all. No time. Just try to make sure there's no basa b'chalav in their mouths at the same time. From three to six, we start adding at least an hour. And then from six or seven, ideally they should be waiting the whole time. But in case of real necessity, up to nine, you could be megal if the mamsh losing their minds because six hours is a lot for a six-year-old. Six hours is a long time for a six-year-old. They, try, they, they arrange in the schools to have, to have certain days milk and, you know, and certain days meat because yeah. otherwise, if the kid has meat for lunch Correct. and then you want to start dairy 100%. for dinner, it's, it's, they don't have six hours. Oh, 100%. So that, 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 that's the halacha for children. It's okay. People have pizza on Thursdays, so they make sure to have Thursdays a dairy. Day. Oh, one more halacha. I'll end with this. There's a sheet of the hafla. The Hafla says that if after six hours you're supposed to get rid of any meat in between your teeth, because according to one opinion, after six hours the meat is no longer meat, but according to the first opinion, it is meat. It says the Hafla, if you do something a little disgusting is you take the meat in between your teeth and you eat it. Yeah. According to the Hafla, you have to wait six hours. From it restarts. It restarts the clock. So I thought it loses its status Only according to one opinion. Huh. But because we're machmer but the truth is, the minigah oylem is not to be machmer like that. The minigah oylem is not to, to not wait six hours just from that alone. It would have to be uh, a, a little bit more. But the truth is, it's better to be machmer, not to mess around with that, because you really could restart the clock. All right, we'll stop here. And be'ez Hashem, next time we'll continue and deal with hard cheeses and all that stuff. All right, stop I